0: Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the preacher. Oh, shh, sh-
1: that's my favorite part. Hold on, it's coming up. Not the gumdrop buttons! <laughs> Gosh, sorry. Uh, I love that movie. I just paused it. Hey, my name's Trevor. I'm the piano man. So
0: wait, what what movie were you watching, Trevor?
1: You mean you can't, you can't tell? It's Trek 1. Best movie of all time. Wow, But you know what's even better than the best movie of all time? What's that? The best podcast of all time. Which is clearly this one. Exactly. Uh, We're actually going to be talking about a Bible story. Tyler, you're going to lead us through another one. Again, who would have thought? And I'm going to ask some questions, and at the very end, I'm going to write a fun song about it.
0: That's right. And uh, today's episode in our Genesis season is actually on a Bible character named Jacob, his family, and... The most expensive bowl of soup ever, 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 ever. ever. Let's do it. Hear the theme song.
1: Put down those yummy goldfish.
0: Because guess what?
1: We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man.
2: Time it will be
1: grand. It's the preacher and the piano man.
0: Okay, so our vocabulary word of the day is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Kids, can you say faithfulness? Faithfulness. That's pretty good, kids. Um, and, and faithfulness is a characteristic of God. And it means that God never gives up on his people. Or his promise. He never gives up on his people or his promise. Now, uh, Trevor, I have a question for you. I want to illustrate faithfulness um, to to the kids here. Uh, Who is your best friend?
1: Well, the one friend I always invited to my birthday every year was Dairy Queen.
0: Wait, Dairy Queen is your best friend?
1: Yep, always there for me, always open, ready to receive my order. You, you do know Dairy
0: Queen's a fast food restaurant and not a person, right?
1: Well, name up another person who, when they hand me my food, they turn it upside down to make sure it doesn't fall out, and then I give it to me and makes me really happy.
0: Um, Okay. Uh, Dairy Queen's your best friend. Fine. So let me ask you this question then. Has your best friend, Dairy Queen, ever let you down? Uh,
1: well, I don't like to admit this, but yes. One time, uh, a couple times, actually, I went in... Try to order a Blizzard, and they said their machine was down. I was like, "What is this, a
0: McDonald's?" Yeah, that must have been super disappointing. Um, Trevor, let me ask you a really, really serious question here. How many times would Dairy Queen have to let you down for you to leave her and start going to McDonald's instead? Oh man, if I think if six or seven times it did that in a row, I would I would probably have to abandon my love. Wow. Six or seven times. I have to give. I have to give you credit. Man, you are a faithful friend, pretty faithful. And you see what I did right there, kids. Do you see how I turned out? Oh, I gotcha. Faithful. That's that's what faithfulness. Now let me ask you another question. Um, how many chances do you think God gives us before He gives up on us, Trevor? Probably 539. Even more. He actually gives us a lifetime of chances because he's faithful. He'll never give up on you. He'll never give up on me. And he never gives up on his promises. Now, in our last episode, we saw that God made a super-duper important promise to Abraham that is basically the storyline of the rest of the Bible. Trevor, do you remember the promise?
1: Yeah, it was something like he'll never sneeze
0: anymore. He blessed him, right? No. Oh. I mean, close, but not exactly. Um, let's ask the kids. Kids, do you all remember what the promise was?
2: I remember. I remember the promise. The promise was that his armpits wouldn't stink. No, I don't think that's it. I think the promise is that he's going to be able to always eat Chick-fil-A on Sundays. No, the promise was he'd have a big belly button that could fit M&Ms in it. <laughs> it's almost right. I think what actually it is is that his belly button was going to be able to produce whatever he desired.
0: Wow, that's Those are amazing promises, but uh that's not that's not the pro- Trevor was actually closer than you this time, kids. The promise was a blessing um and basically God okay, so after 9 chapters of sin in Genesis Genesis 3, sin. Genesis 4, sin. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, sin. God came and he promised Abraham to use his family to save the world from the devastating effects of sin. To bring blessing to all the people on earth. Now, today's story actually raises a really important question. What will God do if the people who are supposed to fix sin end up being super big Sinners, too. Because, I mean, guess what, Trevor? Abraham's families, they're sinners, big time. Like, they're just one big, smelly, stink bomb that stinks up the rest of Genesis. Now, question again. How many sins will it take, though, for God to give up on Abraham's family, on his people, and on his promise? Is it this one? He won't. Oh. He won't. He won't. Because God is faithful, and God never gives up on his people, or his promise. That's what we learned about as uh, we read about Abraham's kids and grandkids. Now, Abraham had a son named Isaac. Kids, can you say Isaac? Isaac. Well, no, not I'm, it's, it's Isaac, okay? Um. Now, Isaac, Isaac married a woman named Rebecca. Kids, can you say Rebecca? Rebecca. Very nice. Loved how you rolled the R. Um, and uh, Isaac and Rebecca had twin boys, two sons. The older son was named Esau and Esau means uh hairy. So uh kids, can you say hairy? Airy, Ary, Ary, everywhere,
2: on a chair, and in the air, hairy, hairy like a bear.
0: That's uh that's right. Creative, kids, and um okay, the Esau was the older son, but they're twins, so the younger son was named Jacob. And Jacob could actually mean something like deceiver or a trickster. So here's what I want you to say this time, kids. Say, Jacob is sus.
2: Jacob is sus. I've been waiting for that.
0: (laughs) That's great. Now, thanks for helping me with the introductions, kids. Now, the second these two kids are born, the Bible shows us that they are very different. Even though they're twins, God just made them in different ways. And it's clear that they're not going to get along. Genesis 25 verse 27 says, As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman. Okay, so there's Esau for you. But Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. So you see, kids, they might be twins, but they had different personalities. Esau is like this manly man, bro dude who loves to hunt. His parents name him Harry. So like kids... I got a question for you. Maybe this will help. What do you think of when you think of like an outdoorsy bro dude? Well, he
2: probably likes sports. Yeah, he probably sweats a lot. I think his favorite dance move is to just fist pump over and over and over. He probably the kind of guy who would towel whip you in the locker room if you let your guard down. Yeah, and he probably wears tank tops and had an axe body f- spray phase in middle school. Yeah, and his name's probably Trevor, and he's probably really strong and handsome.
0: Wow. Little, little kid there who went last. You eating the cupcake? Did, did Trevor pay you to say that? No. Okay, I don't know if I believe you, but kids, I just need to say wow. Because you just, bullseye, you nailed it. That's exactly how Esau was. You you get the picture. But then, on the other hand, there's Jacob. He's totally the opposite. He's known for his mind, not his muscles. Hence the name Trickster. Didn't go outside much. He stays home. He's quiet. He's always thinking. Like, instead of watching the game on TV, he's probably building Legos, playing board games, reading books. And, he also loves to cook. And his specialty is red soup. And, if their personalities don't already put them at odds, look at what the passage says next. Genesis 25 verse 28 says that Isaac loved Esau. So Esau was a daddy's boy. But Rebekah loved Jacob. So Jacob was mama's boy. Now the story goes on to tell us that one day Esau comes home after hunting. He's hungry. He's sweating. He's, he just wants some dinner. And Jacob's there making his world-famous red stew. So Trevor, let's, let's act out the story, okay? You be Esau— I'll be Jacob.
1: Bro, bro! I want some of your world famous stew, bro. I've been hunting all day and I'm gonna starve.
0: Um, okay, bro. Um, I'll give you some stew. If you give me your birthright first as the firstborn son.
1: <laughs> mm, you drive a hard bargain. It's a pretty expensive price for a bowl of soup. But I am hungry, so... Okay.
0: That's basically how it went, kids. Now, quick quick clarification here. What's a birthright? Well, let me explain. Back in ancient times when the Bible was written, if you were born first, that meant two things. First, when uh, your dad died, you became in charge of the family. So it was, uh... It was a position that pointed to your future leadership. And second, you also got the double inheritance compared to what everyone else got. So if your dad died and he had three bags of treasure, you would get two and your brother would only get one. See how that works? Now, Trev, real quick question. Um, How much money do you have?
1: Well, I am a worship pastor, so $15. Yeah,
0: $15. Okay, and question for you. Of those $15 that you have, how much of it, would you spend on soup oh man probably like i mean that two dollars okay that's that's fair now kids i have a question for you what's the like this is an expensive bowl of soup so what's the most expensive thing you have ever bought before
2: well i bought an ice cream at the ball game once i bought a hoverboard from walmart I bought a US soccer jersey during the World Cup. I sold my US soccer jersey after the World Cup. Well, I bought 15 bean burritos last Wednesday. And let me tell you, bean burritos do not wear boots on Wednesday.
0: That's correct. They they d- don't, despite what Trevor says. Now, sounds like none of you have ever spent money on soup, though. Esau basically spends it all on soup. And I, Wild. Now, fast forward. Their dad, Isaac, becomes an old man, and he's blind, and he's about to die, so he tells Esau, his favorite son, to go hunt some animals and make some really tasty meat for dinner, and then he'll give Esau his blessing and his birthright. But while Esau has gone hunting, Rebekah, the mom, grabs Jacob Her favorite son, she dresses him up in goat skin so he feels super hairy. She puts Esau's clothes on him so he smells super stinky like Esau. And then she makes dinner for Isaac, and Jacob sneaks in and pretends to be Esau. Dad! (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, Dad, it's Esau, and I'm back with your food. I'm totally not Jacob, Dad. Here, smell my clothes and my armpit. They stink like a man. And also, give me the birthright. (laughs) I mean, mean, give me the birthright. This is Esau.
1: You don't sound like Esau. I would know, because I'm Isaac, your father. You sound like Jacob. Come closer. Let me touch your hairy arms. Okay, Dad. Oh yeah, you're pretty hairy. Clearly, you are Esau. Here's my blessing and your birthright. <laughs> Got him.
0: Now, that's exactly probably how it happened. Um, you know, when Esau uh, and uh, you know when Esau finally gets back and he finds out what Jacob has done, he's ticked. His birthright's gone. I mean, he's like, I'm going to beat Jacob down, right? So, so Rebecca sends Jacob off so he didn't get beat up by uh, Esau, and he runs away. And for years, Jacob never shows his face. He's actually gone for so long that he finds a wife, he has kids, and then eventually he comes back. But before he does, two weird things happen. Uh, First, one day he's sleeping outside. He's using a stone as a pillow, and he has this stream of a ladder going up and down from heaven with angels on it. And um, God speaks to him. And guess what God says to him in the dream? He reaffirms the promise to Abraham. Pretty cool, right? Right. Now, here's the second weird thing that happens. Eventually, Jacob decides to go back and meet Esau years later to try to make up with him and apologize. And the night before he meets Esau, he gets in a wrestling match. You have to read the Bible. It's got so many cool stories like this. Actually, the story's kind of weird, though, because we don't really know why they're wrestling. um, And at first, we don't know who he's wrestling with. It's kind of a stranger. And the Bible also says that Jacob's 97 years old at this point, so he can't really wrestle. But eventually, the Bible tells us that... Um, he's either wrestling with like God or an angel. And this God angel basically break old man Jacob's hip, but Jacob still won't stop wrestling him. And and he says, listen, the only way I'm letting you go, God man, angel guy from this wrestling match is if you give me a blessing. So God does. God blesses Jacob with a new name, Israel. And do you know what Israel means, kids? It means those who wrestle with God. And that name fits because, well, God's people are always struggling with God, and yet God still blesses us. Now, uh, eventually him and Esau meet up, and they make nice, and life goes on. But I want to do a quick recap here. Esau is like a hairy man bro who sells his birthright and wants to kill his brother. Isaac is an old man who plays favorite with his sons. Rebecca is a lying wife who also plays favorite. And Jacob, the one who gets the birthright and carries on the family tree of Jesus, he's a trickster who betrays his brother then runs away, then wrestles with God, and yet God continues to work through this family. Why? Because even though they were sinners, and even though we are sinners, God is faithful. He never gives up on his people, and he never gives up on his promise. And on that awesome note, Trev, I think you got an awesome song for us today?
1: I've got a super
0: awesome song for us today. Oh boy. Okay, you got 30 seconds. Let me review the kids. Kids, thanks for listening. Here's your homework. First, your key truth today is faithfulness. Faithfulness. And remember, faithfulness means that God never gives up on his promise or his people. A uh, Second, your memory verse today is from Jesus's prayer book. It's a book in the Old Testament called the Psalms, and it's Psalm 89, verse 2. It says, your unfailing love will last forever, your Faithfulness is as enduring as the heavens. Now, third, your prayer assignment is called the examine prayer. It's actually a prayer that me and my son Palmer do a lot. Okay, so here's what I want you and, and your parent to do. Um, I want you all to examine. Examine the last day of your life and find God's faithfulness. Just start with when you woke up to uh, you know yesterday morning and walk through the day and think about where you saw or experienced God. If you need help, then you can find God's faithfulness in two ways. First, ask yourself, what can I thank God for today? Because oftentimes that points to his faithfulness. And second, ask yourself, what should I say I'm sorry to God for today? Because he is so gracious. He always forgives. And that shows us his faithfulness too. All right, last thing secret word number two for the week, Trev. Um, I think the first word was you. So, what do we got today?
1: Well, the second word is
0: S you and then S. All right, Jeff, let's hear the song.
2: that I know, he came, he saw, and conquered a bull, just
1: for some food, yes, he traded it all, a family so messy, not a No, I'm talking
2: Bible, but it got so faithful, he still used them all, Jacob and Esau,
1: they mess up like we don't. But God so faithful he can use us all. The episode ate some soup, yeah. Some soup, yeah. Some soup, yeah. Episode ate some soup, yeah. And that's going to do it for us on The Preacher and the Piano Man. Kids, right now is your time to do your prayer assignment, which, if you remember, is to do an examine prayer. There are two ways to do that, are to think of a way that say thank you to God and think of ways that you might need to say I'm sorry to God. That's going to do it for us. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. See y'all.